Outrageous Fun Podcast. <laughs> That's not it. Are you ready? The Outrageous Fun Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to cross my arms and feel terrible on the inside. Wow, dude. That's electric. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Outrageous Fun. I think the year is 2020. We don't know when we're going to release this. Yes, we're going to assume it's 2020. We are here with my dear friend, Josh Lamone. Is it Lamone? Is that I think it sounds better when you say when you say it like that. So I never correct people <laughs> ever. At auditions, people would be like, Josh Lamone? And I'm like, right here. That's perfect. They go what French. Is, they go the Lamone. Actual... Well, it's pronounced layman, but I mean, come layman. on. Lamone's can't, Lamone. Can't you just, like, just... Hearing it, you bring back every childhood bully I had. Yeah, you know, yeah. like hey, Lamo, yeah, like that yeah, kind yeah. of shit. But Lamone is a really good. Lamone sounds really sexy. Exactly, I, I would sleep with me if my <laughs> name yes. was Lamone. Uh, we're here with Josh Lamone. <laughs> <laughs> he is my friend. We I met him. Uh, he's on my improv team. Yeah, team Darla. And we just we auditioned together and immediately hit it off, and then we wound up on the same team. And I was jacked up when that happened because I was like, I'm just jiving with this guy, and it's gonna be a great time. And now we're here. Now we're here. I'm so See, happy to have no, you. No, it's like it's like I found a big brother, and I'm older than you. No, <laughs> you're my big brother. Though. That's nonsense. No, no, like you're we, mine. We've, we... You're my big brother. Don't <laughs> fuck that up. <laughs> okay, Dylan, that's enough. Okay, hon. He's gonna get Do you want me to bit. call mom? Is that what you want? You're so many different people in my life. You're like my big big brother at times, little brother times mom a lot sometimes uh-huh. <laughs> yep i'm very paternal i care i care significant Mommy other at other times yeah like, yes. yeah do yeah. when i so we've cuddled dylan told like dylan rarely meets somebody and just like raves about them immediately and he's done that with one other person who was missy who was also on this podcast with us but you were the only other one and he raved about you for so long and i couldn't i didn't meet you for like weeks and then when i came into that scene of you guys just hanging out at his apartment it was just like Oh, that was felt immediately at home, dude. It's like, I like think I hugged family. you like deeply. Immediately. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we yeah. hugged like really <laughs> well, hard. Well, that's the crazy because I'm the same way. Yeah. People, yeah. people often think I'm a lot nicer than I am, mm. and that I like have all these friends, and I really don't like. No. I, I, there's a lot of people that I like, but nobody yeah. that I like. I mean, I Hit exploded. And yeah. Was like, I, yes, mm. I found like a new pal. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! I totally felt the yeah. same way. It was awesome. We have literally. I have one friend. It's Joe. Yeah, Frankie. He's my friend. Yeah, it's me, Frankie, Dylan, Frankie. Barely. Missy, Randy's Monzi, here. Too. Randy, Josh. I just met Randy yeah. today. Randy, Randy's a new friend. I'm sorry, Randy. Randy's a new friend, guys. Randy's a new friend. People at home, Randy is sitting with Frankie, and they are best friends, <laughs> and um, they're having a really great day. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's accurate. They're gonna have a good day. Good day. Um. But yeah. So it's just been awesome knowing you, and thank you for coming, dude. Yeah. Um. All the way to Huntington. You mind, you mind if we Huntington. put you on the hot hot seat so you can tell the people who you are, what your what your deal is? Yeah, how does that work? Can I we, well, what do you want to know? Can we blow you up a little bit? Yeah. Let's see. What do you want to know? Um, from what I know about Josh, he's been on Broadway. Yeah, that's he does, true. He does on TV. Broadway. He's that's extremely true. talented. He has a freaking pipes yeah. for a voice. Yeah. And he's hilarious. And he's Thanks. hysterical. Yeah. And he has his own podcast too. Yeah. Josh Swallows Broadway. So I'm, that's what I wanted to tell you about. I haven't gotten the chance to tell you how brilliant that name is. Aww. And I love that name so much. Thanks. And I want to know how you got to that name and who had concerns with that name or who was like, no, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Oddly, nobody. <laughs> really? Oddly, nobody. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, the producers were like, well, what do you want it to be called? And I I had no idea. Um 
because I wanted it to be funny. I also wanted it to be subversive. Like, naming a podcast is hard. Yeah. But, Tell us about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had to get wasted to figure ours out. <laughs> and we forgot it. And we forgot it. I had to get wasted just to come here and do it. <laughs> um, but I, it was during my last show, The Prom, I would be in my dressing room, and everybody, like that theater, I'm sorry, Schubert organization, I'm sure you mean well, but that theater <laughs> is cursed. <laughs> It has, like, mold growing out of the walls. It's really disgusting. And everybody was getting sick all the fucking time. And there was no place to go. So That's I started terrifying. doing these healthy shots, you know, like... Like grass, wheat. Ginger, like ginger and, and seaweed like juice spicy with cayenne. peppers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. And, you know, I've, I've got a sensitive palate. So I would do you know, little Instagram videos of me taking these shots and I called it Josh Swallows Healthy Shit. <laughs> and it would just be reaction shots to me drinking these horrible things that taste like cancer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and um, that's how it happened. And I was like, what about Josh Swallows Broadway? And the the network was like, yeah, sure. I so It's a really it. good name. It's a perfect name. Thanks. It really is. It's awesome. Thanks. How often do you record the podcast? Um, it mm. it really depends on my schedule when I'm in town, when I'm not in town, and also what's going on in the industry. Like award season, there's very little chance of getting anybody to come on because mm. everybody is just swamped and wants to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense. Yeah, dude. So your podcast is it all? Your guests, are they strictly involved with Broadway? Or do you um, ever veer Not off? all of them. Uh, Lisa Lampanelli is one of my favorite people. Um, she's this incredible comedian. Oh, yeah. We, we I, know I all about her, one. yeah. I used yeah. to listen to her all the time. She was big on the roasts for a while. Oh, she was yeah. on those yeah. roasts for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She well, like she one stopped of the main... doing comedy. She's done. Done completely? Yeah. Now she does, like, uh, health and mental health wow. kind of stuff. And I feel like a lot of comedians, like Roseanne Barr. Or is that her last name? Roseanne Barr. Is that her last the one name? Who did yeah. Roseanne? Yeah, she's like very big on mental health now too. Like a really? lot of yeah. She's, well, that's because she's, she's starting a podcast. Insane. Well, yeah, she's nuts. That's because she's fucking insane. But I yeah. feel like a lot of comedians have a very consistent relationship with like the idea of mental health because a lot of comedy comes from like a past. Yeah, that yeah. In, like oh, Gary Goleman. Gary Goleman had the Great, the great Depression. Depression. All, I watched most of that actually. It was all really good. funny people come from a place mm. of darkness. Oh yeah. I mean, I uh, not me. <laughs> I haven't not cried us. in seventeen years. Me either. I haven't cried. You know, I cried since yesterday. Yeah. Since, <laughs> since a couple minutes ago, yeah. in the back of your car. Lisa Lampanelli. She. What does she do for like with mental health? Um, she talks to people, especially about like eating disorders oh, and stuff. Interesting. Which is really awesome because we both have the same eating disorder. Which is just like a compulsive, like binge yeah. eating thing. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool to hear her perspective and also like how she helps people. And, you know, no matter, she might have left doing stand up, but she's still the funniest fucking person mm -hmm. alive. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. still gotta be so ridiculous. It's, it's inspiring people with her comedy, which mm -hmm. is totally rad because the world sucks mm. and laughter is really the only thing that's going to save us. That's what I truly believe. I think you're I actually believe right. It. I actually would totally agree with that. I mean, that's basically what we do. Yeah. We basically get through each other's problems with like. You have to. Try to. Being, the world podcast is terrible. Is, yeah, the podcast has made me realize how many problems. Are. Yeah, this is born out of like we didn't know at the time. But yeah, like, we this didn't is know born out of like we're freaking out, let, and we just talk shit out. Ooh, 
these conversations are really deep but hilarious, and then we just started recording them, and yeah. it became like therapy on camera. Yeah, <laughs> like really That's was necessary. It That's what like, it was. The original idea of it was just like we're gonna. Let's talk about the worst thing that happened in our childhood kitchens. Yeah. <laughs> and then cry. Yeah. That's pretty much what <laughs> oh, happened. Sorry, I touched your finger. Oh, no, it's all good. Um, That's pretty much how we went down. Oh, just do that. Yeah. Just oh, get out oh of the way. Oh, my gosh. My hands we're are like, freezing. Your hands are nice and We're warm. like a coven. <laughs> I like coven. that. We need a fourth. <laughs> so. Randy? <laughs> Have you guys seen The Craft? No. No. Oh, my God. It used to be one of my favorite movies. It's the Craft? The Craft. It's about uh, four hot. Wiccan girls at a Catholic yeah. school, mm-hmm. and they're just really naughty. Yeah, we are. And they start a coven <laughs> to get revenge on everyone. And like um, witches, like a yeah. witch coven. Yeah. Are they witches? It's Feruza yeah. Balk and Nev Campbell and Rachel Wright and somebody else. And it's <laughs> that poor fourth actress got no. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's they they you know they form a coven and they're like I invoke the Mano or whatever and it's it's really good you should see it. <laughs> check see it out. That. I'm definitely gonna see. Yeah, it. we'll check it out. Yeah. Good because I do want to make a musical of it, but I yeah. want to make a campy one, like Nev Campbell. Her body is covered in scars because she was in a fire or some shit. In the and so in the movie. Yeah, and okay. so she's always <laughs> like yeah. Mano, take my scars. Like, what a great song that would be. Ooh, that would be Ooh. Mano, take my scars away. I'm such a naughty baby, baby. <laughs> you know? Speaking of making musicals, this is a, this is a good segue. And Joe, you haven't heard the story. If you don't mind sharing the, what the, um, the musical that you wanted to write about your first job in Philadelphia, or one of your jobs. Oh, that, it's not that I want. I'm I'm in the middle of, of working on it. Can we share? Is that okay yes, to share? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, well, get ready. It's a lot. I don't know if I've heard any of this. I, I'm working on a piece right now with uh, my two dear friends, Craig Jessup, uh, who's, I guess his business name is Breedlove. He opens for Lady Gaga a lot. He's very Bowie and crazy, and I love him. And then uh, my other friend, Annalie Ashford, who's incredible, uh, we're working on the book of it. And basically, when I was living in Philadelphia, this was in 99, 2000, and 2001, I dropped out of college because I was basically just interested in doing drugs. And um, no. I, I was actually very good at doing drugs. <laughs> I excelled. <laughs> and um, so I dropped out of school, and... I was I got a job at Starbucks because my parents were like, "Oh, you want to be in the real world? Well, fucking welcome to it. Like, get a job. You're mm-hmm. cut off." And so, I was at Starbucks. I had to move out of my like nice fancy college apartment and move. And literally, I moved into a crack house. Wow! In Philly? In Philly with Jeez. my friend Shayla down in uh, Fifth and Bainbridge. How old are you at this point? I was. 19 or 20. And Damn. this is like 2000 before Philly was like nice. Yeah. It's like kind of coming oh, up now. I guess, no, it was bit. not coming up yet. Yeah. Like it was rough. Yeah. Fifth and Bainbridge was fucking terrifying. Damn. Like, so anyway, like I, I was living in a crack house with my friend Shayla and she had this friend who I'm not going to say their name just because, you know, I, I don't know if I can, but uh, her friend was severely abused at home. He was 18, just came out, and his father was, like, beating the shit out of him and stuff. Oh. And, um, you know, also, like, his parents were really abusive. Like, like instead of, like, getting spanked or something, he would get tied to a chair and whipped. Jesus like, Christ. 
that's fucked. And that's so fucked. Wow. We were like bowling pins. One thing I know, <laughs> Jesus. But they were crazy. So. In our crack house, I know this sounds crazy, but it's a crack house, so get, we had a spare kitchen. I know. That sounds really weird. Sounds so we were like, this person can live in the spare kitchen. And so this person did, and we fell in love, and, you know, Shayla moved out, and then they got addicted to crystal meth and became an escort. And things got, like, really, really bad because crystal meth turns you into a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah. And, of course, like, being a kid, I'm like, like, I can help you. I can save you from all this. And he started getting very physically abusive and crazy. Towards you? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It was really bad. Shit. um, Jesus. In the meantime, I got fired from Starbucks because I was terrible. Like... (laughs) I, I just didn't give a fuck, you know? How bad could you have been oh, at Starbucks? Yeah. It's not the Like, point. can I get a grande crab? The fuck you? Like, how no, bad are we it, talking? Well, because people are bitches. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Especially, Especially those people trying to get their Starbucks but fixed. the be- And the best way to fuck with people, we had this fucking cocksucker fucker. <laughs> Some fucking Nazi that worked at, like, was the head of some media company, like, hoo, hoo, hoo. Um, and he was such a jerk all the time. He would, like, crumple the money and literally just, like, throw it at you and look down Are on you. Are you shitting me? Jeez. Well, one day he came in, and it was, like, right when we were opening at, like, 5 a.m. or something ridiculous. And his assistant was there, and he was like, this meeting, but, like, if it fucking fails. And he was like, I need seven shots over ice, like, of espresso. And I was just like, yes, sir. Decaf, 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 threw in an extra shot, have a good day, you know? And he got no, and you just, he has no idea, though. You just, like, rang him up and got him decaf. That's awesome. I, you know, it would be great if, like, I saw him jump out a window or something. I don't condone suicide, but... I really helped his heart health. Anyway, so I got fired because if you were nice to me, I would just give you things. Like, uh, if you're like, hi, how are you? It'd be like, your coffee's free today. <laughs> like, would you like an espresso machine? It's yours. Um, and so, you know, I got fired and I didn't know what to do. I was looking through the paper. I had no skills. I still have no skills. <laughs> and I saw an ad for phone actors. And I was like, phone actors? <laughs> <laughs> a phone actor, clever, huh? Clever Just so girl. happens I dropped out of studying musical theater. I know a thing about actors. And so I called and they were like, this is a phone sex company. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> and they were like, you know, we do have guys that work here, but you would be a woman on the phone. Are you okay with that? And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> so I went in. I had my interview. It was totally bizarro. Um, oh, my God. How do they interview you for well, a job like uh, that? That's a great question. I'll tell question. you. Well, here's the thing. You know, Whoa, you have to I'm keep so in mind the, the internet was not the it, internet. Yeah, it like, wasn't it yet. Okay. We barely had AOL chat rooms at this mm-hmm. point, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Um, So there was none of this, like, you know, live shows, which is, it was all phone sex. Mm -hmm. And so this was an actual office with cubicles, and, like, people were dressed. You're not even in a closed room? Nope. You're Uh, just out and about. You know, people are dressed. Like office clothes? Not. (laughs) Like a suit and tie? Not not suit and tie, not that fancy, but presentable and professional. 
Interesting. And um, the woman who ran the company was some Jamaican woman, and she was like, this is an opportunity for all of you to, you know, you can stay with us and grow with the company and become a manager. They paid us well. You got, you know, if you worked full time, you can get like 401k and like all that kind of stuff. And she was this like, "You very legit. It like, was great. Way she more was legit like, than I thought. you can put yourself back to school if you want, you know, whatever. Because most of the people that work there, it was like uh, some some transgender people, um, a couple of, you know, like punk rock squatters, a lot of like girls from West Philly, and a few gay guys. Was it mostly men and transgender or mostly no, women? No, it was mostly women. Mostly women. Um, you know, of all ages, there was a woman that worked there that had, you know, it looked like she bleached her hair maybe like four months ago. So you could see the like the, the real hair in. Yeah. coming in. And um, I don't know how old she was, but she looked like she was like 20 years older than she really is. You know, people mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there there was all sorts of fucking people there. But... For the interview, you you know they basically talk to you for a few minutes and then they put you in a cubicle and they call you, and you do a couple minutes of. So you have phone sex with somebody yeah. for an interview. Sort of, but it's awkward because it's like, I don't remember it being any more than like, "Hi, how are you?" Oh, oh, that sounds sexy. Okay, great, you have the job. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just like you got the bare minimum. You could get take out there. you could take this however you want. You could take this however you want, and I'm just gonna say. It. <laughs> I probably got your dad off at some point. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Well, that's neither here it nor there. Probably but I happened. I was going to say, I feel like you were really good at it. I was. Yeah, I totally <laughs> like, could see that. I could see you being really good at it. I was it. a fucking star. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. At the end of the call, you could give your caller your... Um, Oh, God, what is it? Like, like extension? Three, extension. Uh, you had a three-digit extension. Hmm. You could be like, I'm going to be like on the phone tomorrow from this time to this time. I'd love to talk to you again. And I was really good with these guys. And I would write down detailed things about each guy that I thought would call back. About like, what, what does he do? Where is he from? What is he like? What mm. is he into? Um, what did he call me? Like, blah, 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 blah. And so when they did call back, you were ready to go. I was ready to go, and it hooked them even more. Yeah. And um, I had one caller that, um, I'm not going to say his name, but he was a bartender in Delaware, and he didn't want to talk sex. All he wanted to do was hear about my life and talk to me and like encourage me and make me feel better. Did you have a fake life that you would tell about or did you just I, change I did your life to like female spin? I was Fiona on the phone. Mm. Fiona great name. <clears throat> really yeah. good name. Really I'd good go, name. Hi, this is Fiona. Who's this? Ooh. And you know, sometimes we like <laughs> but, but um <clears throat> So this person started calling and eventually like because I didn't really realize that I was in a very dangerous abusive situation at home like I was just thinking that it was going to go away or something mm. so eventually I started opening up to him about what was happening in my life and sort of like falling in love with him mm. you know like over the phone as Fiona and it just sort of like and so that's what the show's about 
That's going to be a good show. That yeah. was a really long-winded speech. No, no, that's no, 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 like no. That was the a... perfect amount of details, and it's like, I wanted you to keep going. Yeah, I was, I was like, sad that you ended there. Well, that's... for four ninety nine, you can give me a call. <laughs> Just saying. Is that what the rate was? Was it four ninety nine? I have like no idea how much how, they... What was it, by like the minute? Um, n- No. I guess for them it was by the minute, but the, the company had rules that you couldn't get anybody off for 10 minutes. Like, if they got off on their own, you can't control that. But you you would have to hint that they were going to get sex. Like, mm-hmm. if you were like, yeah, I grew up on the beach, and be like, oh, my God. I've always wanted to get fucked in the sand. Anyway, you know, <laughs> so they know that, you know, it's going to be a dirty call. But you had to wait for 10 minutes before you could actually start. Oh, so you had to wait th- till that threshold to get like, yeah, so it. you had to get fucking creative. Oh, That's so it's ten minutes. It was like the minimum, of regular and then you can get naughty. Yeah. Oh, and there were managers that listened to the calls, and they would come up to you and oh, I could never do that. I could never have those calls if somebody's listening. Period. End of story. Well, I, I could mean, never do it. The government could also listen. Yeah, but I just that I put it. I the put government it out of my mind. was listening. Somebody well, like they next were door. <laughs> because there were <laughs> they're listening right now. Like if they were calling from a landline where it would just build the landline, there's no way to prove that they were 18. So those calls were being monitored. So in that case, you couldn't swear or talk about sex at all. You would have to Avoid take them it? on like a virtual picnic. Or tell them about like what if they were trying to get sexual, which oh, they probably they were. Obviously, they are. And be like, so you mm. had to just rebut it. Yeah, is rebut yeah. a word? Yeah. It is now. It is. Yeah, it's it a word, rebut. Right? It I rebut this. Rebut. It yeah. Rebut feels right. You so you just shut it down, but in yeah. like a creative way, so that they didn't want to hang up. Yeah, I That's I would be like you know oh, I'm eating this peach and then juices. Oh. And <laughs> You're talking about like, a peach. They'd be like, don't tell me about your tits. <laughs> it's like oh. These peaches are just so ripe and juicy and sticky, you know? Yeah. What was the off? Do you stay in touch with anyone from the office? Do you like? No. no? Because, uh, you know, the way things went with this person was they were literally going to murder me. And I had to move out the middle of the night. And like. Your your, um, roommate. Yeah. Okay. So. Holy shit. I had to leave in the middle of the night and leave everything. You know, I lost everything, even my cat, you know. And that's when I was like, maybe I'll go to New York. Oh, that was still in Philly, yeah. Yeah. And then so from there, though, when you got to New York, you were no longer doing phone sex calls? No, So then how did you get from doing phone sex calls in Philly to then getting on Broadway? What's funny is that while I was... You know, being a being a female phone sex operator when you're a dude <laughs> is really hilarious for about a week. No. Oh, for, for about a week. A week okay. It's really funny. It's kind of like this huge joke on the world. And um, then, like, after three months, it's just like you start looking at people differently. Mm. You're like, oh, my God, what are you actually thinking about? What are you – what – that is crazy. You possibly be into. You're, you're hearing the you're deepest, just hearing like the, the darkest shit all day. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff. And I mean, at the same time, it also made me very open-minded and uh, yeah, absolutely very compassionate towards people that deal with you know, I I guess you know different fetishes and stuff and unusual things. Like I have great empathy for them um, because that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, 
Because you can't really control it. It's just no. the way your brain works. No, but also our society doesn't really accept it. Accept it. Mm. So they're sort of living a life of shame or a double life, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I was going through the paper. Oh, and at that point I was also writing on these sheets, Fiona must die over and over and over and over again, like Jack and the Shining. With... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, like it was Wait, at that point. Well, you were 20? The, now I was 21. Okay. Like, there's no, like, I was oh, wait, no, such I a dumbass. I was so emotionally irresponsible yeah. at that point. Yeah, I was 21. And, uh, but, like, because you wanted to shake that life? Like, you couldn't deal with it? Like, I why were you writing I just needed to get that? out. I was, I was in this horrific situation at home. I was talking to just, like, dirty sex all day. I was miserable. Mm, yeah. Like, no amount of weed can get you high <laughs> when you're doing that. Yeah. So... Um, I was looking through the paper and I saw an ad for a theater in Media, Pennsylvania called the Media Theater. And they were doing a production of Jekyll and Hyde starring Broadway's darling Andy Carl. And I was like, I'm going to go audition. They're looking for local people. I'm local. And so I wrote a resume that was complete bullshit. <laughs> I had no credits at this point except like maybe a couple when I was a kid. So... I literally made up a fake resume. <laughs> I listed theaters that existed not knowing that they existed, like big theaters. So <laughs> I, and then on the local audition form, they asked how many EMC points you have. EMC stands for Equity Membership Candidate. Equity is the union for stage actors. And so I guess there's a point program to get in, but I didn't know that. Apparently, you need about 50 points to get in. And on the sheet, I wrote like I had 120-something. <laughs> you had zero. <clears throat> I, had no, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> so, 127. I get a part in the ensemble, and they're like, we would like to offer you your equity card. And I was like, you're giving me my equity card? And they were like, well, out of the pool, you have the most experience. And then I got my equity card, and then I started... Working as an actor, like from that point on, I I didn't, I didn't have a day job for maybe three years. Wow! So you wow. really faked it until you made it. You made it immediately. <laughs> it it literally it's like just, one shot. It's like one shot. It's like I'll just lie. Hey, fuck that it's works. True, because from from that theater, I met a music director of uh, the show Bat Boy, which was going to make its Philadelphia premiere. And wait. Bat Boy the Musical. It's hilarious. Wait, it can't be the same Bat Boy, right? Bat Boy Founding Cave. No, that's not the one I'm thinking. My mom's one. in a play called The Bat Boy, but it can't be the same is one. It, is it like, hold me, Bat Boy? It's not a no. musical. It's not a musical. No, there's play. music in it. Oh, really? there, it is musical, kind of. But that's not the same movie. Oh, okay. Not the same play. Well, this one's only the last two years. Oh, okay. Last year and a half. Um, yeah, and so that brought me more into like the Philly theater scene, and then I was just working. Shit. You know? That just really worked out. Yeah, well, it also got... helps that he's like ridiculous. Well, talented. you're well, obviously talented. So you, you, you so many people are so fucking talented. It doesn't really matter. Like I just really got really, really lucky. Right place, yeah. right time. You know, the 126 thing. That's pretty fucking that's lucky. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that no one like checked it or anything. Bro, that's Nobody the funniest shit. Nobody checked that. There were major theaters on like Philadelphia theaters <laughs> that I just made up. <laughs> I didn't know that Philadelphia Theater Company was an actual, like, prominent company. <laughs> I just thought I, it sounded realistic. Normal. yeah. And I was right. It did. 
<laughs> you know? Um, but I got very lucky, you know? Yeah. I almost didn't get cast. I didn't get called back. And then they didn't have a high tenor. And Richard Emilius, who I'm still friends with to this day, um, he literally saved my life in a minute when he was like, you cut Josh Lehman, like, he's the only one that can sing that high. Give it to him. Damn. And that's how it happened. Thing, dude, things just fell into place. Like, yeah. Really, and I'm not awesome. one of those everything happens for a reason people. I do not believe that. Too much terrible stuff happens in this world. Mm. Not everything happens for a reason. Mm. Um, but that did. Type of thing. <laughs> that, that was just a lot of luck. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for it. That's awesome. What is? What would you say other than... Other than <laughs> pretending you were a woman for a long time on, on phones. I'm still in pretending. Your... <laughs> with you, Joe, I'm still pretending. You don't have to pretend with me, Josh. See, don't worry about I, I love this man. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. We're going to get married. We Hells, are. Yeah. Your mom will You're learn You're the best thing I got going it. for me right now, man. <laughs> it's yeah. not even fucking close. She can know me as Fiona. That's okay. I'll, I'll just call talk you to Fiona. her on the phone. <laughs> I live in Guam. Yeah, it's a long distance relationship. We're making it work, Ma. I really might need that in my back pocket later, so keep that in the front of your mind. But what what would you say is the most challenging thing you've ever had to do in performing? Working with monsters. (laughs) Oh, like monsters, like shitty humans. Monsters. Okay. Really? Like, you don't have to use names, obviously, but I'm curious. Well, I mean, the only one that I guess I can name is... uh, in so much trouble anyway, and that's Harvey Weinstein. Wow. Um, you worked with Harvey Weinstein? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, he, well, he made Finding Neverland a musical, and uh, he started it in London and then fired everybody and started anew with an entire new team and cast in the States, and so I was with it from the beginning. And, you know, I never saw anything, mm-hmm. you know, like like all the stuff that happened. Yeah. But, but you know, I saw enough to to believe that that it, well it made sense type of just thing. to know that this is a sociopath mm-hmm. and there Shit. are sociopaths that's wild I did not expect yeah well there are sociopaths who don't end up being murderers they just end up being fucking lunatics yeah. mm-hmm. that are very driven you know and hold find power, power and, yeah power and, yeah and just destroy people wow so. And you, you know, just got to put on a f- sh- smile and, like, do your job. You got to. But now I refuse Shit. to. Like, yeah. I mm. I worked with this. It's a different time, too. I wor- yeah. I worked with this fucking monster. And um, he doesn't work a great deal in New York, which is great. Um, but if I could go back and handle things the way that I would handle things now, mm-hmm. like, I, I wish I could. Yeah. I don't blame I get you. That. I you get know? that. That's um, that's a, that's got to be difficult. It's like, awful, but you learn how to fucking but then set does it, boundaries. Then, well, of course, yeah. but then also, like everybody else that's part of the cast, that's got to affect like the whole vibe of the production. Well, especially when it's a few people being singled out mm. and just like, like you're in a cast of twelve, and we used to call this one Dee Dee, which was short for Drunk Dad. Because you never knew if he was going to kiss you or like beat the living shit out of you, and in literal, so, in literal terms. Wait, no. Oh, okay. No, oh, just yeah. Like, I was like, wait, what? Emotionally, so emotionally. Okay. Okay. He's like, Jesus. Be like, where's Dee Dee? No, but like Dee Dee would like attack three people all the time, and then everybody else was golden, and it was you know it's just crazy. But yeah. that's what that person does 
you know, there's like a, a network of actors in New York that have worked with this person. And like, we're all in touch and mm-hmm. talk about our experiences with them. That's crazy. You know, so. Is it mostly like producers and directors or like it actors can anyone. It actors, can be anyone. I don't. Actresses. I don't think most actors and actresses are monsters at all. Okay. Um, from my experience, because what we do is so fucking crazy and yeah. hard, like it's and like emotionally part, taxing. Too. Yeah, like we're a very close knit community mm-hmm. of people that just like that also understand that there's life outside of all this, mm-hmm. you know. And you're all going through the same. Yeah, so I think shit. it's. Yeah, I I I haven't really. Also, it's very out of style for actors to be divas and dickheads. Mm-hmm. It's you know kindness is that, is that key. Era. That's been my experience. Interesting. I would have not thought that. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. When you either. said monsters. My thought went that he was going to say. Yeah, something because about, I mean, like, if you have some, you have a mo- you've worked with No, no. I mean, I've heard stories. There, there are some actors out there that you know have reputations, but <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't worked with them. Interesting. That is very interesting. That's Shit, good... I did not know you worked with Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> you said his name, I was like, hmm, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Shit. True story. I think the first time that he actually like acknowledged my existence is we were out of town with Neverland in Boston, and it was really stressful, and at the moment, I don't think it was going very well. And next thing you know, there was a plate of like cookies or something, you know, really nice cookies. <laughs> With a note that was like, from your cuddly producer, Harvey. And so I think like two minutes later, he was walking past me and I was like, thanks for the cookies, cuddles. (laughs) And (laughs) he like looked at me and sort of like growled, not like a verbal growl, but like a, (laughs) you know, like you could see it in his eyes and being like, oh, you don't like being called cuddles. Good to know. Damn. That's a weird thing to write on a piece of paper, though. That's You're why cuddly I said it. Yeah, I thought it would be funny. Bring yeah, that, that's hilarious. But what can you do? That's oh, crazy. That's unfortunate. And vibe. it turns out he was a cuddly producer. He was overly cuddly, overly one might say. What was your favorite thing you've ever done? Hmm. Um. Other than buying that hat, because that's a great hat. <laughs> wow. Great hat. I stole it. <laughs> Did you? I wore really? this in the Broadway production of Elf, and I stole it. Nice. I'm sorry. Who'd you play in Elf? I was uh, Mr. Chadwick. Like the the dad works in the office and has two, like I don't know, comedic counterparts. Yeah. So like Elf's dad. No, I wasn't Elf's dad. I was like working for Elf's. Working dad for Elf's office. dad. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Like one of the guys who were, you were... pitching ideas. Yeah. Oh, one you were one of those guys. Got it. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. That's that a good awesome. hat to take. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and and true story, uh, I had to make a joke about somebody that didn't have a leg, and Aviva from Real Housewives of New York, I think, was there in the front row, and she's the housewife who doesn't have a leg, and (laughs) I felt really awkward making that joke that night. True story. She she didn't say anything, though. You were good. I mean, she didn't leave. There you go. I didn't get any hate mail. That's there you good. Go. I mean, have you ever gotten hate mail? Um, yeah, the Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, last year when prom performed, it had the first lesbian kiss, or the first same-sex kiss. Interesting, I did not know that. And really? uh, in the parade's history. Oh, Keep wow, in mind, they've had plenty of kisses on yeah. the parade. Yeah. This yeah. is just the first time. It was the same-sex couple. Yeah. 
And um, I tweeted right after that I thought that that was incredible and that I was really proud to be a part of that moment. And, or something like that. And Were you involved in the kiss? No, I mean, I was in the number. But uh, then... And yeah, I, I am not a lesbian. So. <laughs> oh, it's a lesbian. Yeah. Keep up, Josh. I mean, because right. he said same sex. No, then before I, he was pretending to be a woman. I, I'm very all over listen, the place. Listen, I look like a lesbian. <laughs> if I was a lesbian and I saw me, I'd be like, she's so butch and fly. And then I'd be like, God damn it, it's a character actor. <laughs> but um, anyway, wait, what was I saying? You were um, talking about the first kiss. Yeah, oh, yeah. The hate mail. So hate mail, yeah. Most every news outlet took my tweet. And started doing articles. So because of that, every major hate group in the world like started raining fire down on Oh, my that Twitter would have feed. messed me up. It was crazy. Really? I mean, there was also a lot of support and but I mean, after me, after the show, one of the one of the girls playing the lesbians, uh, somebody found their phone number and started threatening to kill her. What the fuck? That was only a year ago. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's and, crazy. Like, literally, we weren't the allowed to go outside to sign playbills after the show that day because, like, there were multiple times when, like, police would have to come to the theater and, like, we'd have to be, like, escorted to, like, a car or That's whatever. fucking crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. It was really stupid. That's, it was really fucking stupid. That's so, like... Yeah, sounds but not like stupid that, of it you. Sounds like that happened in like the 70s. You know what I mean? That sounds ridiculous. Well, to me. it's just... It's part of why... And, you know, I... Ugh, oh God, I don't want to be too controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. As long as like, your head's there. Your head's I just think that religion. We'll take a ride. I think that organized religion can really, really make people horrible. Oh, I, I would agree with that. And it gives them an excuse to lash out and, and have shitty opinions. Do terrible things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, would agree. A hundred percent. You know, and I'm not going to rag on whatever. Everybody's entitled to believe what they believe, and that's part of being in America, and that's great. But you know, it, there are people that are monsters. Yeah, you need to be aware if you're if you're following this belief system that's just a, telling you to be a shitty person. You should be able to know this is probably not. Yeah, yeah. I should probably not be this shitty person. You yeah. know what I mean? And also, like, why does why does a gay person or transgender person or whatever person non-binary like why does it make you so angry mm-hmm. like that's something out of your control it doesn't get. affect you at that's all what I don't yeah get. it doesn't it's it doesn't affect you yeah like, it's such a weird dude it's like the guy today at the with the cigarette <laughs> oh well, my that, god it's just yeah. fucking people mad at their lives that... and they're just like i can't yeah, wait so real quick frankie we pick up josh at the train station on long island Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Fucking Long Island. So we go to the Huntington train station, and I'm, like, taking this video of Josh walking over to us for our story. And, like, I see Josh, like, look and kind of say, like, something to the car. But I thought he was just, like, pretending because he's an actor. I don't know. I thought he was doing, like, a bit. But then he gets over. He's like, some guy was yelling at me. And then right as he's getting in the car, this guy gets out of his car. Yeah. And just starts cursing at Josh, saying, like, are you really going to throw a fucking cigarette butt on the ground, you piece of shit? And yeah. I was just like, 
What the <laughs> fuck just happened? Like, keep well, in mind, there's no trash cans, no, no trash ashtrays, can. and it's a parking lot. And sorry, it's mom. a parking. Yeah, it's a parking um, lot. Like, where do you want him to put it? In his pocket? Like, yeah. What the fuck but are you like, doing? well, first he honked and he was like yelling. He at did me honk. And, I heard the yeah. honk. Making these crazy waving motions with his hands in his car, and so I just turned and I was like, <laughs> right back at him, which I think set him off for sure. <laughs> and then that part, he got yeah. out of his car, and when he was like, "You're just gonna do that," I was like, "Yep." <laughs> That like, is, yeah. Like, you handled it very calmly. Well, what can you do? Some people have anger issues. How is no, me they fighting don't. with them going to help? <laughs> like, you just have to laugh. Yeah. Because that's a beautiful Jesus anecdote. Christ, like it's not my fault you're crazy. Yeah, that's true. And uh, like, that's I the same shit though. It's, the, it's yeah. like it, not to belittle any like social issues to like you throwing a cigarette, but it is just like people are fucking pick angry your at spots, their own lives. Dude. Pick your spot. And they just want to ruin other people's yeah. lives because their lives suck. And pick and choose your battles. Yeah, like, it's not. It's not like you opened a big bottle of Poland Spring, poured it out on the floor, and then just put it on the sidewalk. Like yeah. you threw a cigarette butt on the ground. In it's a, not that big a deal. In a We're huge be okay. parking lot without trash cans yeah. or like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Exactly. And also, like, dude, I'm sorry, I, I forgot my lorazepam at home. Like, <laughs> I can't help you. It's yeah. crazy. But some people are crazy. You can't control that. It was just such a perfect like welcome, welcome to, Long to Long Island, Island moment. Yeah. It's welcome like this is Island. so different than welcome to Huntington. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, yeah. 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 Huntington for two Station. Seconds. Welcome to the station. Holy shit. That's fucked up. What <laughs> happened on Twitter? Oh, oh, well, oh yeah. You know, people Was it are like crazy. when you sent it, was it just like blowing up a little bit and then it was just like, oh, oh shit. this is getting out of hand now. Um, yeah, I mean, people started like retweeting and retweeting and retweeting. And then I guess some, you know, news person was like, oh, I saw that. I'm going to yeah. put that here because then they all started reporting about the first gay kiss and about. You know, the Million Moms Club or whatever is outraged and the Million Moms Club with 92,000 members, Um, you know, and people get insane and they're like, we have no problem with you and your lifestyle, but why do you have to force it on us? Oh, yeah. And it's like, that's the worst. How is seeing someone kiss someone forcing anything on you? Don't watch. And they're like, but what if children say it? They should see they it. They should see it. Children see people kissing all the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. They see a lot worse. Turn on the TV. It's not like everybody was news. naked, like, canoodling on stage. Like, you got to kiss. Like, there was no cum shot on the Macy's <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> we did we did cut the cum shot. <laughs> and they Give squirt, too. Give they squirt. That. It was really impressive. Fuck. They trained with Cirque. Cirque. <laughs> <laughs> People are crazy. People are crazy. Dude, first of all, that just reminded me. So you're freaking hilarious. Like I saw saw Dylan. He's on Dylan's improv team and I saw one of their shows and it was fucking hysterical and you were hysterical. But you've done like serious roles. Like your first like Jekyll and Hyde was your first role. Oh, like that's serious as shit. I mean, when did you start doing comedy? I think always. I very rarely do anything serious. I Mm. played a really crazy serial killer once. And that really? was like in. Did you also wear that hat? No. That seems and that was fit. like <laughs> in an attic in like a play festival or something. Other than that, like I make a career being fat and funny, <laughs> and that's and that's great. how we like you. That's lovely. I'm lucky to make a career doing that. Yeah. That's interesting. That's the goal. Yeah. Dylan, I, I, three I years ago, would have loved to just make a living being fat and funny. Well, yeah. <laughs> I meet a lot of kids, a lot of fat, funny kids. And keep in mind, like, the the F word. I saw a great TED Talk, and I'm like, 
There's nothing wrong with the word fat. That's just, mm. you know. Yeah. It the depends word. on the context. Some, yeah. Though. Yeah. It does but, obviously, everything depends on the context. But you have to opinion. reframe how you think about it. 100%. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, anyway. Yeah. 100%. That's, that's another episode. But um, <laughs> I mean, all these funny little fat kids, and I'm like, I want you to know that you can do this too. Fuck yeah. That's you know, the coolest like, thing ever. People are going to say no because they think that you have to be a certain thing. But here's the good news there's so many fucking like pretty, pretty people out there. There's not many of us. That's so true. So your chances are much better than theirs. Much better. And also, one day when they're not so pretty, 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 you're <laughs> going to be working all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah, f- fat. I don't know if I ever... I got called fat, and like now I, I don't think of it as a bad word. Yeah, no, me too. I, I struggled with it a lot, and eventually, like... And I'm not Lizzo. I do not... I'm not like, look at my thickness. I feel yeah. so good. <laughs> you know, I've got plenty of insecurities and shit, but eventually, like, you have to start saying to yourself, like, when am I going to be kinder to myself? Mm-hmm. You know, like... Can't be so hard on yourself. Or, like, why Why is that a bad word? Why mm-hmm. is that a negative word? Why Why isn't it just a description? Mm-hmm. Like and, an adjective, yeah. you know, like... Well, it took me a long time to... Well, when it's it constantly being it shouted at you, when time. it's being consistently used as, like, an insult towards you, it's, it's of course, it's going to get ingrained in your mind that that's a shitty word. But then you have to but turn like, around when to, like, you, you have to wear it. Like, the only yeah. way to overcome it is just to, like, wear it and... Or and then like but, I, or train your mind to understand that like all right if somebody unless somebody's saying hey you're a fat piece of shit like yeah unless somebody's doing that it's just a word well also you know? like I've been seeing this dude who's really really cool and he's into big people and it's like he, so he thinks that that's beautiful mm-hmm. so does that make it untrue you know like yeah that's a great point everybody's different everybody views people you know like whatever yeah well to be completely honest my first girlfriend oh yeah she told me she told me that so when we started dating i was like the heaviest i've ever been in my life in high school and she told me that i was she was a chubby chaser yeah and she still was pumped by the way yeah i was was like shit that's real let's go my senior year of high school I lost like a lot of weight, and she told me that she liked me better big. And yeah, then which was dated, so mentally and fucked then up. In, in high in college, she the next guy that she dated was like this really bigger guy, and I was like, wow, it's a fucking nuts. Well, yeah, you know like, that was a mental fuck for Dylan. <laughs> there was a time when <laughs> now I now I'm doing good though. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there was a time where I got lonely, and my friend was like, well, have you have you tried finding a chubby chaser? And I was like, a what? And then I found out, you know, there's all these like Tinders and blah blah blah. There's an app called Chaseable. Chaseable, never heard of it. Be your like beautiful chaseable self. Be chaseable. Ooh, good marketing. And I met this dude, this hot, hot, hot. Fuck, I mean like Hollywood hot, like unattainable. Hot. Go, Josh. Oh, how you doing? Well, it was so. He's from Trinidad, and he was so weird and stuff but really really hot <laughs> but we're we're hanging out and he goes oh you are so hot and i'm like oh thank you you're so hot and he's like no you you're you're like a fat harry potter <laughs> and i said thank you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? 
like right it's there. Just so like, I was like, were you in person? Your other, were you no, in your I other glasses? Like, were you in your black glasses? The other ones? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, my yeah, other, other black. <laughs> oh no, no, you. You're like a feathery butter. You have like a like a South American vibe go with yeah. that accent too. Uh, well, it's nice. I, I've never played somebody from Trinidad before. <laughs> that's how I would um, imagine them. I would. Yeah. yeah, it's close enough. But for me. that's sort of what it sounded like. Oh my god, and, that's so uh, funny. Yeah. You're a bad Harry Potter. It's funny. When I was in Germany, I met this girl who, uh, uh, this this young woman who all of her friends call her Draco because she looks like Draco. Like she uh, okay, literally okay. is like long from Harry Potter, like oh, long Draco Harry Potter. Potter. white blonde hair. Yeah. And I was like, I'm fat Harry Potter. <laughs> and then we like ran all over like a Christmas festival having like a wand, wand fight. fight. Yeah. Oh Harry God. Potter never doesn't come up on this Yo, podcast. It's Harry Potter unbelievable how Harry often. Potter's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter's so Harry awesome. Potter's fucking awesome. Dylan went through a phase where he was just casually reading the books because he yeah. never read Recent, them before. This summer. Oh, this I summer. Never read them. Every episode we recorded, like, just Some, instinctually, like Dylan had to let it out that something <laughs> happened, like the plot thickened in it's Harry Potter. Crazy. Like, it's so good. Yeah. It, it, world, it is really good. Reading it now for the first time, like twenty years later, with like I've watched all the movies. Like mm-hmm. I've been to we went to Harry Potter World one that time. That was awesome. And it was just like knowing the world and then like reading the words itself and then like having all that imagery already in my head is like such a satisfying thing. Yeah. 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 It was really satisfying. Every uh, I I know one every Every now and then I meet somebody who doesn't like Harry Potter or can't get into it. And I tell them <laughs> that they need, I ask them if they have a bathtub. And if they say, yeah, I do have a bathtub, I go, you should get the books and then drown yourself. <laughs> you should light some candles, Put on get some the books, music. make a nice bath. And drown yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hardest I think you've ever made me laugh. He, when you got in the car yeah. today and told me to drown myself. I don't know why it happened, but I cried. It's it's a good bit. That is it's a really very good funny. Because like when you asked me, like, do you I have a bathtub? I like, thought you were going to say, like, go relax. I know. You're like, you're, drown yourself. You should drown yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what will make it stop, Joe. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so true. Don't you want to dance with Grandma again? <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> that would hit me really that hard. Me. That was real. That Ooh, was too I real. I that in my knees. Don't you remember your dog Chewy? Was it? Oh, you miss Chewy, right? Kill yourself. Kill yourself. You should drown. <laughs> Have you terrible. ever been to um, Harry Potter World? Yes. And Universal? Yes. Isn't it just the best? It's remarkable. Did you go in the 3D roller coaster that makes you throw up? No. I, I went when it first opened. Okay. Yeah. That was a trip. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. thing makes you sick, physically yeah. ill. It was like 4D rides at, at amusement parks now are the absolute worst. Oh, my God. Ever. Me and Dylan were seasick. Like, we were holding each other like, <laughs> like <laughs> I can't make it. I had to take my goggles off. Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oddly enough, though, my favorite ride there is the Simpson one. That oh, the one Simpson is ride's incredible. awesome. That's in Florida. It's not at the one we I've, went to. Oh, I can't I we, were in Cali. Yeah, oh, we were in Cali. Okay. No, the best one is the Men in Black one where you shoot. The aliens? Oh, I don't believe awesome. in shooting things. Dang. Oh, they're fake aliens, though. It's good times. Mm, even fake aliens <laughs> matter. You're you're right. Awful. I'm such a piece of shit. Seriously, <laughs> do you have a bathtub? <laughs> that's Tried good. Yourself. That's terrible. <laughs> good shit. That's oh. good shit. I don't know about you guys, but I really feel like taking off some clothes. 
Yeah, do, do it. it. Great. What are you feeling? I don't know. I just want to s- slip into something more comfortable. Do Please, it. Please take your time. I just do you have something? I want to show you my body. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a fat Harry Potter. You're like a f- no. You're like Joe. A fat Joe, Harry you can be Potter. the Trinidad. You can be the Trinidad I be, guy. I could be the Trinidad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the movie, in the movie. Oh, in the movie, I'm in. Okay, I'll learn to act if you just precast me in a movie. I'll get there for <laughs> That's you. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> hey, I, Joe was in a movie. I was in a movie. What were you in? I was in it's... Bottom of the Ninth. I thought it was good for, for what it was. I thought I actually did think it was good, but it was pretty corny. It was good. <laughs> What's Yo, funny I enjoyed is that watching. You it. sort of remind me of the kid from like Angels in the Outfield and like all yeah, those the kid's movies. Sick. And, I don't uh, know where he's at now, though. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No. no. What? He wasn't in... That wasn't was, he the that kid? That wasn't him, no. no. The kid, it was the kid from uh, American Pie. I mean, there was like 8,000 yeah. baseball movies with a kid and like an angel pitcher or something. Yeah, 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 no, it know. wasn't him, but it was... No, that was... You're thinking of... Oh, you're thinking of Angels in the Outfield. I'm thinking of The I don't Rookie. Know, just, I'm, you're thinking of The Rookie. I'm just thinking of the genre. Wow, yeah. it is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my God. Shit. What's up, bitches? Yo, somebody two days ago told me I looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Two days ago. Everybody, they always say that. Dude, you guys got to have the same face. We kind of do. I feel like I look way older than him somehow. Though. I would break <laughs> up his home in a minute. I really would. I really would. He's cute as shit. He yeah, is really cute. Look at that charming smile just being like, hey, I'm, hey. I'm nice. Hey. I'm a nice guy. I've got a good smile, and I'm, that's a handsome man. That's a handsome man. I'll take that all day. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Yeah. I'll you want that. babies? I'll steal one. <laughs> that's steal what you one. see. Yeah. You want? I gotta you want a baby? Hold on. You want a baby? I'll go to Walmart and steal you a baby. <laughs> Frankie's like, get out of here. <laughs> Frankie just goes, eh, bro. Could you imagine? If... Frankie's making moves. Could you imagine, back. like, if your girlfriend suggested it, like, suggested what? Stealing a baby? I'd steal a baby for you. Oh, that'd be flattering. That Nobody's is, ever said something Honestly, that nice. Joe dates girls that would say shit like that. I wouldn't put it past a single person I've dated. <laughs> your mom That's is like going to love par. Fiona. <laughs> Yo, seriously, can't get worse. Like, you can only, there's only room to grow. Like, yeah. you can't be worse. No, she's going to So Fiona's going to hit a home run at the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Yo, maybe on Christmas Eve, my parents are going to ask me. Again. They ask me every time we have a dinner. It's like, why is Joey single? I'm just gonna say I'm dating a girl named Fiona. And see I love how, how that it was like out. asking you a question, but that's totally a question for like the whole table. It's just like, hey, everyone. It's not even a question. It's more like, are you gonna give me grandkids? It just comes up imme- abruptly, and I'm just gonna say, well, I'm dating this girl, Fiona. She's really sweet. You'd love her. You want me to call her? <laughs> Let's Facetime her. No, no, no. We'll just call her. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you the phone. Hi, this is Fiona. <laughs> oh my God, Joe's mom. <laughs> I've heard so much about you. Oh, Rehearse. And you have the most beautiful home I've seen. Oh, oh, you can't tell her you've been at the house. I haven't. He sends me pictures. <laughs> he, I love the pictures. And like, it's funny. I was at church this morning at mass. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. And I, I prayed that I'd get to talk to you and wish you a merry Christmas. Oh my God, Joey, she's such a keeper. Yeah. I know, Ma. I told you, just don't fuck it up. Like, get off the phone. You're gonna. Joey, don't talk that way to your mom. And then. <laughs> And yeah, then, and, and they're like, all right, babe, I'll talk to you later. And then you'll Venmo <laughs> me a couple hundred bucks, and it's good. Perfect. Let's call it a day. It's good. Whatever your daily rate Listen, is. Listen, if it gets more serious than that, we'll start bartering. <laughs> sexual bartering. Yeah, sexual. I'll give you five phone calls for five booty swats. Deal. Done. Shook. That's a Shook. pretty good deal, honestly. That's a really good deal. In the world of booty swats. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> 
It's true. I think I know what a booty swat is. I, I don't know really what a booty know. swat okay. is. It seems like just a good slap. A good yeah. slap. Yeah. An athletic butt slap, but yeah. like in a more sexual way. Yeah. Like a good, with a pop. Yeah. 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 Letting you know that you're there, mm-hmm. that you respect them, but you're in charge. <laughs> <laughs> that I have taken a metaphorical flag and put it in your bottom and claimed you for Spain. <laughs> this is my country now that's yeah. my favorite voice he does <laughs> that's good shit oh this is fun this is fun right what else do we want to hit do we want to know anything i want to know a lot of things but i you gotta you gotta give me something um oh my god hey ma oh thank you oh my mom got deal oh dylan yo you gotta open it up right now live yeah, open this shit live. This is going to come out after Christmas, but this is what my mom got for Dylan for Christmas. Aww. Thank you. And we're going to put it on the table. Hi, I'm Josh. This is Josh, Josh Ma. Nice He's the best. He's the best. Nice to meet you. You? He's also <laughs> my girlfriend. Let's go. <laughs> yes. It's a ukulele. Dylan plays the ukulele. It's my spirit, dude. <laughs> it's hips wiggle when you put them on your dashboard. Oh. This is my spirit. This is my kindred spirit. That's amazing. <laughs> I thought of you and your ukulele. Fuck yeah. She was going to buy you a new ukulele the other day, too. Really? Yeah. Dylan, oh my tell, God, I love tell the it. listeners what, what Joe's mommy oh, okay. gave you. It's a um, dashboard hula doll, and it's this <laughs> Hawaiian man who's just singing his little heart out with a ukulele in a... Uh, what are those called again? That's a hula skirt, A hula skirt, friend. yeah. And it's one of those things that like they shake their hip shaky, on the dashboard. Shaky. I love it. This is great. Isn't that cute as shit? That is she really sent me good. a picture of it. I was crying yesterday. This is great for the, the loft, too. Yeah. Oh, it's going to go right there. Oh, I love that. I'll go right here. Money. Yeah, so that's holiday stuff. But what you got for me, Dill? Um, what do you want to know? Well, I just have some questions, maybe. Um, do, you, do you have any questions for us? <laughs> Let's start make this about us. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. Did, <laughs> uh, did you ever... See, normally I do research on people so I can ask questions. We don't, mm. We're not researchable, I don't think. Did you do... We're a, not, <laughs> we are not researchable. We should make ourselves a wiki page tonight. <laughs> We're not researching. Were you in a high school musical ever? No, I never did a production of any kind ever. Why? Because I was terrified. Frankie did high school musical in high school, not to blow up his spot. Did you, Frankie? I was so jealous. Dude, I was so jealous. Frankie just had these balls one day. He was like, he came home from school and he was just like, I auditioned for a play. I was like, (laughs) what? And I was like so shocked, but I was so jealous. Like I did not have the balls to do it. I could never. I didn't have, have done the balls it. to do it either. No, it's a great way to meet girls. They, they, I'm sure they gave me the part because I I had to teach everyone how to like dribble a basketball. Yeah, <laughs> and Frankie's not athletic, but they were much less athletic. <laughs> Frankie was like the star athlete of the I group. Got, like, it was a bad awesome. Speaking part. Yeah. Do you remember Frankie your was... big line? Yeah. 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 Is it? <laughs> yeah Come on, Frankie. I had, Come on, like, Frankie. A couple, but I was that dude. He was like. Uh, uh, so how was your winter, Miss Darvis? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was Jason, dude. <laughs> how was your winter, Miss Darvis? Did you meet a nice girl while you were doing it? He had a crush on the lead girl. What was her fucking name? I don't remember. Yeah, what was her name? What was her name? She was like don't. the theater girl. You know who I'm talking I about? I don't remember. Leave she me alone. She was a year older. She was a year <laughs> older. It was Liza podcast. Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. She was pretty. I forget her name. So did I. No, you remember, you, you slutty remember slut, slut. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, he he tried out for a play. I was so jealous. I always wanted to learn how to play guitar uh-huh. and possibly learn how to sing, but like I knew I was a bad singer early, and I wanted to learn how to act. I was just too much of a bitch to do it. Hmm. I couldn't do it. 
and I still have not done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get him into storytelling. So that's classes. what I'm, that's yeah. my goal for 2020. He, like I think that. Like I started this, and I would call like if I ever refer to the podcast at first, like if I used like comedy lingo, like bits, or like oh we gotta, he would just get so nervous. Or if I'd be like oh so in improv and like try and teach him, he's like no like fuck that, like we're just having a conversation. Yeah. He gets so weird. I'd about have to it. tell myself it was just a conversation because I would just start sweating. My back would get oh, wet, my arms no. would sweat. We've I would had, just I had a panic attack a couple cut. times. We've had to cut because he was having a bad early on he just yeah. needs a different teacher yeah i'm not the teacher okay i'm not a good teacher i need to get out and like fail i'm going to i'm going to be your teacher I'm now i'm nervous okay? already i'm fucking <laughs> nope. soaked nope. right now i'm i'm your new mama <laughs> i'm your I mother now <laughs> no i'm soaked no i am soaked no i'm fine i'm I, fine. yeah that's going to be fine i was the same way though it's i fine. didn't do it stuff till college well you see dylan always wanted to but then like just like he had this like it was more of a calling for Dylan. Me, I just like shut it down. Like yeah. earlier, I was just like, I'm too much of a bitch to do this. And I just like poured my energy Buried into other shit. Buried deep inside of you. Yeah, like I just, I was also big in drawing. So I like just did my artistic outlet in like visual art. You'll have to draw me something. Yeah. He's surely. sick at drawing. Really talented. Draw me like one of your French girls. I will. Oh my Wearing god, this. I would paint, I would fucking draw the shit out of you. <laughs> just, if you just with like a jewel on like your chest, Kate, like Kate Winslet, with like just a sensual blanket, like just t- tastefully covering what you need to, or even not, yeah. just Wearing fucking this. lay it out. <laughs> Wearing only this. I would have so much fun. Yeah. yeah. It would come out sick. Um, but yeah, so that that's what I did. So no, I never was in a play. Well, that's I wish okay. I was, though. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Life is, you know. We're young still. We are You young. never know where your life will take you, John. That's true. Your mom's in a play. That's true. My mom is in a play. That boy. Different that boy, though. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, good now, too. She's, like, been, like, getting acting instruction. She's, like, impressive. That's awesome. That's yeah. fun. It's very cool. Cool. Um, what is your favorite thing to do, live theater or TV? TV. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Live theater, I love it. But eight shows a week is really fucking hard. It's got to mm. be exhausting. Well, and the older that I get... And I realize I'm not like older or anything, yeah. but the older that I get, you know, it's really hard on your body. Mm-hmm. And when your dressing room is up five flights of stairs and you're running up and down those and then dancing on stage and shit, like, yeah, it's it's a young person's sort of game. Mm. Does it get annoying that you're performing the same thing five yeah. nights a week? Not, not annoying. It just gets... You, you know, if, you, if you're lucky enough to be in a really long run, eventually it's a little monotonous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so I love doing theater. It's just really hard. Mm-hmm. Where TV, TV is also, it's not easy, but you make much better money. And <laughs> you're not My doing music. eight shows a week. Yeah. You yeah. know, and most of, most of the time you're just waiting around. Mm-hmm. And that works for me. Mm. What's your favorite thing you've done on television? Um, hmm, I think, uh, I don't know about the favorite thing that I've done, but my favorite experience was on The Good Fight. I really loved that. Yeah? I loved that experience. That what was, was so great about it? It was a wonderful, loving cast, crew. Everybody was having a good time. It was really nice. That's so cool. How long did you do that for? Um, I think I was on set for three days. Damn. You know? That's so quick. Doesn't that hurt? Isn't that kind of unfortunate, too, that it's over so quick? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of like- Was it like one episode, two episodes? It was one episode. And it was a a relatively like small guest star spot. Like, 
I didn't do a whole lot on the show, mm-hmm. but it was. Uh, but you were part of the production. Which yeah, is awesome. And um, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Oh, mm. I love Game of Thrones. And uh, the the woman. Oh, I, I'm blanking on her name, but she played the you know nothing Jon Snow. Oh, Egret. Um, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's uh, one of That's the leads right. on Good Rosa. Fight, so. Something Rosa. Or they're Rosa. married. I think. Yeah, they're Rosa. They're married. Yeah, and so like to walk into the set where like I'm about to sit down and it's like her and Audra McDonald and like all these incredible people That's and being so like, cool. hey, hey everyone. <laughs> and everyone was just so nice and kind. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. cool. Yeah. That's so freaking cool. When you're working on, like you have a bunch of projects. Um, I'm, you know, I have my Murder, She Wrote musical that um, hopefully is getting a production this summer in the city. Um, the phone sex one. And then... Uh, right now I'm in Emoji Land off Broadway. Yeah. And improv and do you, yeah. do you the stuff that you've written? Have you had anything that you've written out in the world yet? Um, right now, uh, just the Murder She Wrote show, which is called Bloody Bloody Jessica Fletcher. Mm-hmm. And but uh, the producers bought it and they want to put it off Broadway this summer. That's, that's awesome. So that'll be sick. Is you wrote that like that? one of your first. That's one like your first thing. It's that you've the wrote. first thing I, that I co-wrote. Yeah. Wow. That's um, freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, my co-writers, Kevin Sack and Philip Teratula, are like two of the funniest people I know. Philip has this show called An Evening with Pam Goldberg. And Pam is like an equity actress who's like in her 60s or something and doesn't really work. And it's just sort of like a crazy lunatic, like worked way back in like the 50s or something. And it is the best character work I have ever seen in my entire life, and it is hilarious. Really? Yeah. Um, When's that coming? Oh, the, he does shows uh, every now and then in the city. I'll let you know when the next yeah. one is. And uh, yeah, and Kevin's a genius, and it's it's been a lot of fun. That's really cool. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Such an interesting life, this man. It has. is. It's so interesting. It's so wild. It's a little like the Twilight Zone. Yeah. But it's also stressful because, like, I don't know what's going to happen ever. Like, I just mm-hmm. hired a financial is, planner. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you have to talk about making budgets. And it's like, well, I'm making this right now. And then next week I'm not making anything. <laughs> and, you know, like, how, how do you do that? Yeah. So That's so interesting. That's what I think scared me from doing it. Well, the unsurety and like the, yeah. of course, yeah. That's like the standard fear yeah. that you got to get over, you know? Got to get over that fear. Well, it's fun to spend money. It's not fun <laughs> to like look at it and be responsible with it. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. It's so no. shitty doing it that. It sucks. It's so shitty. It sucks. I hate being responsible with my money. <laughs> You're this not the first responsible time, with it. This is the first time I am being responsible. Yeah. Other times. It's also the first time you're making money. Yeah, Yeah, money prior to when I was in grad school was all just fake money. Yeah, it was fake money. It was just like the government gave me And you were getting paid in cash. Whatever. And you're getting paid make money from a restaurant. Even then, I am terrible with money. I'm like, yeah, nope, I have a $50 budget for the day. Something's shiny. <laughs> you know, here's my credit card. It's terrible. Yeah. So I'm. you're never too old to learn how to be an adult. You're coping well. I'm trying. Yeah, you seem like you're doing a good job. Thank you. Yeah. I want to impress you, Joe. Well, you're doing a great I job. I want to impress your entire family, Joe. <laughs> well, you're already off to a good start with my mom. Yes. For sure. 
I introduce myself. I wonder if she'll make lover. the connection that you are my lover. Fiona? <laughs> she um, listens to the podcast, yeah, so she'll yeah, figure it she out. Does. Eventually, she she'll be like, you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, damn it. It was that Josh character. You were lying Why does she me. have a British accent now? I don't know. She's Fiona. from, no, she's from the British side of Long Island. Yeah. Yes, of it's, course. They a, still have a there's colony. A, there's a huge British community. <laughs> huge British huge community. Imagine if like one little section. If you could believe it, if you could believe it, the man that cursed you out for the cigarette butt, not part of the same group. Not part of that group in Long Island. No. Believe it or not. No, yeah. he's not from the British side. He's no, not he's from, from the, the fucking rest of well, the side. Welcome to British Long Island. <laughs> this is where George Washington never got us to live. That's a pretty good play right Yeah, there. and it's just this little tiny town of British people. I would watch that. I would watch that. There's living amongst Long Island. Yeah. Dude, Long Island's one of the least tolerant places in the world for, like, shit like that. Like, they don't react well to, like, accents, like, foreign. Like, it's just the worst. Well, yeah. It's really rough. Long Island's not... Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Well, like, I, I'm an Islanders fan, mostly because... Oh. Mostly because I can't afford to be a Rangers fan. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, I used to have season tickets to the Islanders and shit, and what I've... You know, and I feel like they represent Long Island, that it's like Long Island is a working class place. Mm -hmm. A lot of union, a lot of that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, a lot of family. And, um, you know. That's it, a pretty accurate. It's like its yeah. own hybrid of New York. I feel like it was, you know, once inhabited by Native Americans and then people got sick of living in the city and they mm -hmm. moved to Long Island. scooted along. You know? Yeah. Yep. It's not a terrible place. No, it's not that bad. Depending on where you are, but Depends that's anywhere. But that's anywhere. That's everywhere. That's everywhere. That's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Should we wrap up? Let's do it. Yeah. We're at an hour eight. Hour eight's perfect. All right. My friend Josh. God what a damn pleasure. It. What a roller coaster. I what a gem. love you, too. We fucking love, love you, you, Josh. Yeah, we do. Let me tell you that this is the best day of my life. And um, I just find that hard to believe. I know. I find that so. After all the stories you just told us, I feel like you're just lying to my face. But no, it's but I'll a take good it. place. I'll take it. This take is it. the best thing that has happened to me in over 27 years. And we will take that. I'll take that. Put it I'll, in the papers. Yeah. I'm taking that as an absolute truth. Well, um, I don't know. Do you guys want to do a bunch of Molly and go pick up some escorts and get an Uber or something? Fuck yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. I love just getting Uber. We'll see you guys later. We're yep. going to go do that. My do Molly that. just hit. Your eyes look like velvet. Throw <laughs> <laughs> this bro. menthol in my eye. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to... You're going to get us out of here? Pacifier? I'm going to get us out of here. Uh, you can find Josh... In his new musical, Emoji Land, which starts opening um, night. I, ooh, I think we start previews <laughs> January 9th. January, January 9th, 9th, somewhere around there. Josh Swallows <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> Josh Swallows Broadway podcast. Check him out. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Thanks Peace, for having guys. Me. Love you. Yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah, I love, love you guys. You, you got to come back. Oh, fuck yeah. Damn right. Sure.